or you catch yourself criticizing yourself. Do you find yourself criticizing yourself for not feeling good enough, not being fit enough, not productive enough? Not just comparing yourself to others, but comparing your current self to the fake made up person of who you thought you would be by now. I know we all have that person, right? Always having thoughts about how we are or who we aren't or who we were supposed to be. <laughs> Let me say that again. Always having thoughts about how you aren't who you were supposed to be. Never measuring up to those perfectionist fantasies you had about you and your life. Those perfectionist fantasies like being the perfect, beautiful woman who met all of her fitness goals wearing those, quote, skinny jeans. Not like the skinny jeans, but feeling skinny in the jeans. In that pant size that would make everything perfect. At that goal weight that would certainly change your status from single to taken. In that dream job that is stress-free. It's everything you dreamed of and making the money that you should be making to have the life that you want. In that relationship that finally makes you feel loved, special, and secure. The mom that never snaps at her children that's always patient and creates meaningful memories all the time. Well, guess what? You are not the only one trying to resist reality. And I say this with love, you guys. I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing with you because I know so much of our brain has this perfectionist idea of who we should be but you're not the only one trying to resist reality trying to compare ourselves to an unrealistic version of ourselves that we could never measure up to we're always trying always trying but never succeeding because we give ourselves no room for humanness no room for real reality no room for error or for imperfection. What if you learned how to accept reality and all the feelings that come with it and show yourself love and compassion for being human, for being imperfect and still achieving your goals? But the caveat is not beating yourself up as you go. Did you know that beating yourself up and criticizing yourself is actually what is holding you back? I know most of us are like, no, I have to be mean to myself or I'm never going to do the things. Well, you see, the more we resist reality, resist our current feelings, resist showing ourselves love and grace and compassion on the road to where we want to be, the more we are holding ourselves back. I know you're thinking again, well, the only way to reach my goal is to shame myself and guilt myself or else I won't do the hard work. Well, I bet if you take inventory, the actions you take when you feel shame and guilt are not the actions that will lead you to the actions towards your goals. What if you are exactly where you should be? What if the rate you are accomplishing your goals is exactly as you should be? What if you could love your body as you are and as you try to accomplish your health goals? What if you could show up for yourself exactly where you are right now? What would that look like for you? Do you wish you were somewhere else in life, somewhere different in your relationship or your career? 
Most of the time when we are resisting reality, it's because we want to, one, not feel how we currently feel about ourselves or our situation, or two, feel something that we are not feeling. We want to feel the comfortable emotions of happiness, love, content, and success. What do you think you'd do? What do you think you'd get to feel if you were in that somewhere else, if you were, were that person, or if you were in that relationship status? Or if you had that different career, what do you think you would get to feel? Write it down. If you're driving, just take a mental note of what feeling you're trying to create. What if you are exactly where you should be and you can still feel the way you want to feel? See, the problem isn't your circumstance or where you are. It's your thoughts about it and what you are making it mean. Our brain wants us to believe that if we change our circumstances, we will feel better. But the unfortunate truth? Well, let's try that again. (laughs) But unfortunately, that is a lie that our brain is telling us. The truth is, if we don't do the work on our thoughts and our mindset, they follow us into the next career. They follow us into the next relationship or our next goals. Our feelings come from our thoughts, not our circumstances. So even though our brain is trying to lie to us and say, if we weren't in this situation, we wouldn't have to experience this. It's a lie. What if you could feel however you want to feel right now? What thoughts do you think a person would need to think to feel the way you want to feel? Write it down. What belief about yourself or your life would you need to have to create the feeling that you want to create? If you're wanting to create the feeling of success, the feeling of love, the feeling of happiness, what would you have to believe about yourself? You can create belief in yourself by first acknowledging what it is that you want to be able to do, what you want to be able to create, and what you want to be able to believe. Once you identify it and label it, then you can slowly build your belief in it. Do you find yourself upset and frustrated because you haven't met that goal that you really want? I know I've been there. For me, I kept telling myself, this goal is simple. Why can't I just do it? My goal was to walk my dogs three times a week and to exercise on my treadmill three times a week. I mean, I used to exercise three to four times a week for 45 minutes. So I kept telling myself that this is an easy goal and I should be able to do it consistently especially by now. Guess what? These thoughts were not helpful and did not support me in reaching my goal. These thoughts made me feel like crap, right? These thoughts made me feel guilty and, quote, behind. Life right now is different than it was before. I have a toddler. I am, quote, interested in my health journey, but I'm not committed to it. I am committed to quality time with my daughter and my son. And this doesn't mean anything bad about me. 
But when I am trying to should myself or rush myself into a goal that I realize I was only interested in, it doesn't create the feelings that I need to reach my goal. Telling yourself this should be easy when it actually feels hard makes your brain want to resist it even more. So I was basically telling my brain that there's something wrong with me. I used to be able to do this, so it should be easy. So first I had to determine, am I committed to this goal right now or am I interested in this goal? Because it will require different thoughts and beliefs for whichever it was. I realized right now I'm committed to growing my business and I'm committed to quality time with my children. I was just interested in my health goal. So I created thoughts that would support my interest instead of thoughts that would have to create commitment. I use commitment thoughts for my goals around my business and quality time with my children. Once I realized I was only interested in my health goal, it took off the huge rush, the need to already be there. I showed myself more grace and asked how I can make this easy and fun. What do I need to think to make this easy and fun? Where could I start? A lot of the time we start off with perfectionist fantasies and we set off with the goal we will be working on three we will be working out 3 days a week for 45 minutes a day. So we calendar that goal in and then we don't do it. Why? Because we have not built our mental endurance yet. We want this to be our end goal, but yet we're starting it now. If that is your end goal, we need to learn to break it down and start somewhere that you will actually show up. So Calendar in what you know you will do so that you can prove to your brain that you will do what you say you're going to do. You have to set a goal that you will actually show up to so that you can show your brain that, look, we can do this. My end goal was to be walking on my treadmill or elliptical for 45 minutes three days a week. So I chose to start at 15 minutes for three days a week. Then each week I will add five more minutes until I get to my 45 minutes a week and I showed up and showing up showed my brain not only we can do this but we are doing this I started practicing different thoughts what if walking for 15 minutes a day was easy what if walking for 15 minutes a day was the time I wanted and needed to listen to my favorite music or listen to the audible that I've been wanting to listen to or that podcast that I can't listen to when my kids are in the car. I worked on my beliefs around me not being a morning person. You are a morning person. You are a, <laughs> you are not a morning person, is what my brain always told me. So I worked with, you are a person who enjoys sleeping in, and you are a person who can wake up 15 minutes earlier to go walking. It's okay if getting out of bed is hard right now. We are learning how to make exercising a priority. Another thought I practice is we are learning to be a morning person to meet the goals for our future self. If you have goals that you want to learn how to reach, if you have goals that you need help developing beliefs around, then go back and ask yourself, am I interested or am I committed? That right there will tell you what kind of thoughts that you need to have, right? If I'm interested, what can I think to get myself 
to be inspired. If I'm committed, what thoughts do I need to think to stay committed? Either way, for both interested goals and committed goals, you need to write it out and plan it out. What does it look like? But start incrementally. Don't start at your end goal. Okay, now let's talk about failing. More like the fear of failing and why we don't even start our goals. Do you have those goals that have been in your head? You know, you want to write a book or you maybe you want to start a podcast or you want to start that business, right? Those big goals that seem so terrifying that you don't even start because you're afraid of failing. Because it's not the perfect time. You aren't ready. You don't know how or you don't know how to do every little step along the way. You didn't do the other thing that needed to be done before this thing, right? And the list could go on. But what if these were all lies your brain was telling you to keep you safe and in your comfort zone? What if you stopped thinking about your goals in a perfectionist fantasy kind of way and look at it through the lens of reality and just started? Yep, just started, just like that. What if you started and it was the perfect time? These are thoughts that you can tell yourself. I am starting and it's the perfect time. I am ready exactly as I am now. I don't need to know the how. I will learn it as I go. The other things don't matter. I'm beginning this now. What if it was okay to fail along the way? And when it failed, you asked yourself, how could I try this a different way? Instead of criticizing yourself for it not working out. What if failing was supposed to be part of the process? Let's say that again. What if failing was supposed to be part of the process and we didn't make it mean anything about our goal, where we're going to be in life, except that we are closer to success. We are closer to figuring out what works and doesn't work for us. What if you worked on your beliefs about your ability to be successful and about your ability to cope with failing? What if you worked on your belief about failing and believed that you could fail along the way and still be successful in reaching your goal? What if you practiced feeling uncomfortable and expected to feel uncomfortable on your way to achieving your goal? What would be different? I bet the way you problem solve and the way you show up for yourself and the way you show up for your goal would be drastically different. So we talked about failing, right? And so when you do fail, let's talk about starting, restarting, and starting again. <laughs> do you have feelings and thoughts about that? Do you find yourself frustrated and annoyed with yourself because you have to keep restarting a goal? You feel like you're behind you feel like you're not on schedule? What if restarting wasn't a problem? And what if you were on your way, on your journey? And what if where you were on your journey to your goal wasn't a problem? What if it wasn't the end goal that really mattered, but who you were becoming along the way? 
the person you were evolving into to become the person who accomplished that goal? What if instead of shaming ourselves for not following our diet plan, for missing that exercise appointment, for not painting with our children, or for not doing that Pinterest thing we wanted to do with our kids, we really stopped with the shame and stopped with the guilt, stopped with the criticism, and we learned how to get curious and ask ourselves why. Why didn't we follow the plan? Why didn't we follow the schedule? What's going on? What are we feeling? How could we show up for ourselves with love and compassion when we are not perfect? But we still want to meet our goals or be that person we want to become. We have to learn to get curious instead of criticizing. Criticizing does not get us closer to our goals. Curiosity, however, gets us closer to our goals. Curiosity allows us to show ourselves compassion while truly trying to understand what is happening in our brain and what is holding us back. I used to shame myself nonstop saying things like, I'm just not a consistent person. I'm not someone who could follow a plan. If I really wanted it, I would have it by now. I must not really want it. If I really wanted it, I would feel motivated. And I would feel good about it all the time. And it wouldn't be so hard. Which then I learned from my own coaching with my coach. All of those were lies that my brain was telling me to keep me in my comfort zone, to decrease my, my pain and increase my, my pleasure. It was to keep me stuck. Keep me in my negative thoughts and create more negative emotion, which would not drive me to take the action required to meet my goals. So I had to learn to get curious instead of criticizing myself. I had to learn to look at my thoughts and my emotions that they were creating. I had to learn to feel the urge to not do the thing and do the thing in new ways. That is not easy, my friends. I know. <laughs> I have lots of urges to do everything else besides my goals. I had to learn that the urge to not do the thing was normal. And it didn't mean that I couldn't do it or didn't want to meet my goal. It was my brain's way of conserving energy and indulging in pleasure. I had to teach my brain that we are not becoming someone. Oh, let me try that again. I had to teach my brain that we are becoming someone who feels our urges but does not indulge in them. I would say, brain, this is who we are becoming. We got this. We can feel the urge to not do this and do it anyways. We can feel the urge to not want to do the thing and not make it mean negative things about us or negative things about us reaching our goal. I had to learn to work on my thoughts and my beliefs around my goals and around who I believed I was and who I believed I could become. I had to see how my current beliefs, my current thoughts, and my current self-criticism was holding me back. I had to learn how to get curious. If you have goals that you want to learn how to reach, but you have anxiety around failure, 
and not doing it perfectly and you need help developing beliefs around the truth that you can cope with failure and accomplish your goals, then my eight-week one-on-one coaching program is for you. We work on our thoughts and our beliefs around failure, around being perfect and doing it perfectly. We work on what it actually means to make progress and what progress actually feels like. We uncover the feel-good myth about our goals and how those beliefs actually hold us back. We learn how to get curious. If you are ready to make a change in your mindset and accomplish the goals you want in life, head on over to Instagram. Taking back her brain, go to the link in my bio and register for my eight-week program and sign up for a consultation. Let's get started. I'm so excited. I can't wait to do this with you guys.